Polywana Podcast is a collection of stories, opinions, and perspectives about polyamory and the polyamorous lifestyle. I'm Britt Vosicek. I'm the host of Polywana Podcast. I'm not a professional counselor, nor am I a professional polyamorous person. The voices you hear, including the host, offer their subjective interpretations and don't intend to convince you or shame you. We're just letting you into our vulnerable and complicated little worlds, brought to you by the Mockingbird Network. Hey guys, welcome to Polywana Podcast. I'm Britt Fosicek. I'm here with my guest, Johnny Walker. Hey yo. Man, it's been a while since we recorded. It I'm so has, happy. It has been a hot minute. I'm glad to be back. It's mm-hmm. good. Yeah, it feels good. I've been talking a lot of shit with my friends and stuff. Oh. But it helps me feel like all of my opinions are valid when I say them into a microphone. You know? Yeah, absolutely. So this really changes things. Um, today we're in the closet, so we're brought to you by Jay Walker Coaching. What's your website? jaywalkercoaching.com. Dot com. Mm-hmm. Go check him out. He's probably, I mean, the only life coach that I've ever experienced, but the best regardless of that previous information. Well, thank you. I'm actually, an interesting tidbit, I'm making a shift into uh, weight loss. Mm. So I've been doing the ketogenic diet for a hot minute now. You do look fucking great. Well, thank you. That's that's really sweet of you to yeah, say. Yeah, you look awesome. <laughs> yeah, everyone that I've talked to that has worked with you has said nothing but like amazing things. So You are too much. <laughs> I'm serious. Um, so we're brought to you by Jay Walker. We're hosted by the Mockingbird Network, mm-hmm. which stay tuned because Mockingbird is doing some crazy shit. We had a meeting recently and like, oh my God. You guys have meetings? Yeah. Occasionally. We all get together um, and we drink champagne uh-huh. and we talk shit about people's outfits. Are monocles mandatory? Because that's what I like immediately popped as like top hats, monocles. And They're champagne. welcome, but not mandatory. Oh, man. That's what the that's what the memo said. I'm writing that into the corporate bylaws of the NPO that I'm helping to organize right now. That monocles are mandatory. Super cute. Mm-hmm. Um, so check out the Mockingbird Network. There's also a lot of live stuff coming up. Um, probably one of podcasts is also going to be on Kinkfest. So we'll be recording live at Kinkfest, and I got a kinky guest for you. Um, so that'll be fucking rad. I'm so <laughs> excited. Um, and Relationship is doing a live show. I mean, just go to the live shows. I know it's fun to like sit in your car alone in your bed and isolate yourself from humanity but go to a live recording they are so fun if you guys are into that i have i'm doing this improv show oh called new phone who this oh i saw the invite for that yeah i didn't realize it was improv mm-hmm. it's well because it says an improv show kind of uh-uh because it's like kind of really guided improv. Like there's like live text messages. I should have read more than the first four words of the invite. I guess. <laughs> well, I'm inviting you to so many things. Um, it's hard to keep up. And so we're doing like conference calls and like bringing up audience members. It's kind of like a game show sort of. Huh. And it's like guided. So like we already have like some of the stuff like written. So it's like kind of hybrid. Um, but I'm really excited about that. What's the date for that? Do you remember? I have no idea. I think it's April 6th. Yep, April 6th. There you go. At the secret group. So you guys should come out to that. It's going to be a little weird. We won't be talking about polyamory, but you'll still have a good time. Yeah, you never know. You can meet me and you can talk to me about your life Mm -hmm. and cry about it. Anyway, so those are my plugs. You have your demographic pegged down, don't you? (laughs) It's like every descriptor. Guys that want to fuck me. That's my demographic. (laughs) No one comes to see my shows unless they want a bone, well, which is like fine. You're not wrong. Because they wrong have that. money. Yeah. So do you. Yeah. Um, and it gives me a lot of creative freedom. <laughs> 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 
Sorry to insult everybody that just likes me for comedy, which is zero people. I mean. <laughs> That's what I talked about in therapy today. I was like, is it like immoral of me to like know that the reason that people want to work with me is because of my tits and like still take advantage of that? Is that moral? You don't have tits, uh, so you don't know. I'm not going to. Not going to tread into that water. I'm just going to let that lie. I hear Krissa in the distance. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. Krissa Cooper is this really great feminist comedian, and she, like, um, is very outspokenly feminist, and she, like, she's, like, very call-out-y. So, like, sometimes I'll, like, channel her energy, and so when I'll, like, ask a dude about his opinion about a thing, and, like, Krissa's voice will be in my head, and Krissa will be like, his opinion doesn't matter in this instance. (laughs) And I'm like, you know what? You're right. So there's that. Yeah, there's her plug. <laughs> who else? Who else do we want to? Is that? Uh, oh, Daddy Issues Zine. D- sorry, who? Let me tell you about this. Okay. Okay. I think I he was sponsored the last show. So there's a zine. You know, what a zine is. Mm. It's like a magazine, mm-hmm. but tiny and made of paper, kind of. Okay. Um, and the the zine is called Daddy Issues, and it's like classifieds, like mm. you would find in the newspaper, except um, for people trying to find like sexual and romantic partners. Um, so like an ad that I would do would be like five, eight chunky monkey seeking Dom to penetrate only. Here's my email address. (laughs) Some of them are longer. So it's like a lot of that and it's like illustrations and stuff and it's super cute. Um, and so he's been sending them to me. And so if you want to be in Daddy Issues, it's easy. You just send him a fucking ad. I was going to say, sign me up. Yeah, I know. Yeah, I, that endorsement, I can't not look into this. It's so cool. And there's like a lot of like crazy kinky shit. Like, I'll I'll give you one of them. It's wild. Like a lot of leather daddies, um, people that like to like shave or like suck on toes, stuff that's like hard to find, you know? Huh. So it's really neat. I'm so into it. So if you want to be in it and you want to send your ad, send it to daddyissuesine at gmail.com. All right. Then. And I'd love to see all of my Probably Wanna Podcast listeners in there because that would be so rad. And mention that you're polyamorous because that's exposure. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Any publicity is good publicity. Exactly. At this point. Yeah. Even if it's in that zine. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have anything to plug? No. No, not especially, honestly, right now. So I'm getting ready to move in three weeks. So like the only thing that I'm focused on is that. So, so no. You've been fucking busy. I have been. Mm -hmm. So just, just my biz. If you want to, if you want to find out more about me, just go to my website, jwalkercoaching.com. That's about all I got for today. We have to have a meetup before you go. Oh yeah. Let's do a holiday. Okay. Oh, I'm good with that. Yeah. Let's do like board games and cool meet and greet. Stay tuned guys. I'll announce it later. And that's about all the time we have for this podcast. <laughs> Tune in next time when we... What a clusterfuck of an introduction. When we talk about uh, this. <laughs> I'm just like, I'm just, you know, in a weird headspace. <laughs> Today, I'm just excited. I'm so in my projects right now uh-huh. that it's like a little overwhelming. Mm. So the podcast is almost like a relief from that. I feel that. You know? Yeah. Cool. Today, we're going to talk about relationship transitions. Mm-hmm. Hey. So relationship transitions. Sometimes in polyamory... Uh, because monogamy isn't required, you get to, instead of breaking up with someone because you don't want to be exclusive with them or with them forever, you get to just change the nature of the relationship. Mm-hmm. So you get to say like, Hey, I didn't like that thing you did. I want to set some boundaries surrounding that thing. And then you guys take a step back or a step forward or a step sideways. 
Um, instead of just being like, you slept with someone else. Fuck you. And then, you know, telling all their friends on Facebook what happened. Mm-hmm. So that's kind of the, the little nuggets of relationship transitions. Yeah. I mean, and, and in the other direction too, like a, a lifelong friend that there has been all kinds of like sexual tension with forever, but you've been dating this person. You open that relationship up and boom, all of a sudden, no holds barred. Mm-hmm. Can have all the things, can have your cake and eat it too, and and have sex with your cake and and whatever. Like you're you're free to you're free to, yeah. I would love. I don't know what to make that a tagline for, but <laughs> the words "you can have your cake and fuck it too" are like the best. That's gold. That's okay. so. Where that do is, we put that? That somebody must have already. Let's make stickers. Okay. I'll Google it. We'll find out, and I'm, then we'll I'm make sure, I I swear, if that doesn't exist. You're a genius of our time. Apparently. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's one I didn't really think about is like once you open up the relationship, you can like transition from a friendship into something romantic. Yeah, I think. Um, and then find out they're really bad in bed and regret it. Yeah. Every time. Uh, <laughs> no, um, we touched on this a little bit in the relationship escalator episode where we we're talking about intentional relationships where, you know, once you once you start breaking away from everything that you've ever been told about how a relationship is supposed to function with, you know, the the abstinence before marriage and the white picket fence and the two and a half kids. Once you get away from all of that, all that pre-programmed nonsense, it opens up this amazing new world of being like, hey, maybe my relationships should just be whatever I want them to be because that's what satisfies the majority of my needs at this point in my life. Um, and so when we talk about transitions, so for example, the example that I was going to give today was I'm getting ready to move across the country mm. with my partner and her partner. Um, so as it is right now, I'm moving from seeing my partner three nights a week to living with her and her partner full time mm. in a brand new city. So that is like the ultimate the biggest relationship transition that I likely will ever go through. Yeah. Um, Are you scared? Not scared isn't the right word. Um, I'm optimistic. Oh, that's good. I have no reason to think that it will be a bad experience. I get along with both of them swimmingly. Um, but hence, it, hence the relationship. Yeah. Uh, but historically speaking, there are very few people that I can get along with being in my like personal space. Uh, full time. And I think part of the reason that my relationship with my current partner is so successful is because we don't see each other but three or four nights a week. And I think that like that level of, you know, absence makes the heart grow fonder and just like having our own space has been really nice. Um, So I don't know. There's no way to tell. There's no way to tell how this is going to pan out for me. I'm excited. I'm optimistic about it. I can't imagine um, being in a relationship that makes me happy. Mm. So none of this is related. <laughs> oh, my God. <laughs> you can at least imagine being in a happy relationship, right? <laughs> Everyone can imagine it. I don't know. You're setting the bar too low. Come Maybe. Um, no, that sounds exciting. I think that 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 transition of having a lot of alone time to having not so much alone time is weird. Hmm. Are you setting, what are you doing? Like, are there like rules or boundaries or expectations? Are you guys just like trial and error? Nah, we're just, we're just free balling it. Cool. We're just like commando all the way. All I'm the time. so about it. No, um, I, I, so we're getting a two bedroom. 
Mm-hmm. I have one of the bedrooms and they the other the other gentleman in this in the situation is getting the other bedroom and our partner is just going to kind of switch back and forth. That's so cute. So I will have like my own space. Mm-hmm. Um and likely any night that I'm like, "Hey, I need you to like fuck off for a minute." Uh <laughs> she she will accommodate, of course. Mm-hmm. I, I I don't really see that being a problem. Somebody pointed out something interesting. Is like, what if what if he and I both start dating other people and we double book on the same night? Ooh, that's an interesting situation. Threesomes everywhere. Apparently, yeah, we're just all going to end up in the living room yeah. and have a slumber party, which is the true goal of polyamory. It's going to be amazing. Well, <laughs> but I don't know. I um I haven't really spent a lot of time thinking about boundaries or like what I could do um I've had I've had a lot of other stuff going on but um well I think you guys are pretty good about making and and respecting requests yeah Yeah. and like knowing when to make a request so yeah it's hard it's hard to hold somebody accountable to a boundary that that they don't know exists Mm -hmm. and it's hard to tell anybody about a boundary that you don't know exists yet either so I'm just I think we're all just kind of going to play it by ear um but yeah, for the most part, we're pretty good about communicating stuff. So, so we'll see. That's sweet. Yeah. How fun. Yeah. <laughs> but that's, I mean, that. So, like, my the sum total of my contribution to this conversation is just kind of like I'm doing this crazy thing, and I'm totally nonchalant about it. So I don't want people to get the impression that this is like par for the course for polyamory. Um, <laughs> I think this is pretty nuts, but. Yeah, it does seem pretty wild. I mean, it's, but that's like one of those, it, it's a part of your normal life because you live an abnormal life. So yeah. like, you know, the lifestyle doesn't really have. That's a good way of putting it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This isn't something that is that outland. This is the thing that makes the most sense to do mm-hmm. given where we are in life right now. Um, yeah. Try telling a mono person. Like, <laughs> <laughs> oh God, I can't. I'm so <sighs> excited to hear about you just like going out with all of them. And then, like, they're like, oh, so how do you guys know each other? <laughs> well, uh... <laughs> We're Eskimo brothers, and, uh... <laughs> and then just the horror in people's eyes. <gasps> yeah. Or the raised eyebrow. Yeah. I don't know, man. We'll see. We'll see what happens. But, um... But no, for the most part. So... But in, in a broad sense... Oh, no, first of all, what... what let's let's turn the tables a little bit. Okay. What, what's, a, what's a relevant relationship transition that you've been through or are going to go through johnny we can't fit a table in here oh and if we could we could definitely not turn it okay (laughs) that's fair um so this past relationship the really turbulent one um we had a lot of uh, so we were kind of cohabitating on accident because i was like staying over all the time he gave me a key he like um asked me to bring my cat over like it was like very move any which wow. kind of isn't really my thing the but cat, the cat is a big yeah it's a big move and then out of nowhere like so we started fighting a little bit and he's like well you like and he started like putting it on me like oh you're here all the time like you don't respect my boundaries like i don't wa- like this isn't what i want it's too close and um <laughs> and that's funny that you mentioned the cat because, like, at any point, he could have been like, hey, can you not be over here so often or whatever? And he was like, well, I was trying to make that really clear, you know? Like, I feel like we talked about it a little bit. And he had talked to me a little bit about how he, like, 
thought that things were moving too fast and there wasn't a lot of communication about it. Um, and it made him feel a little insecure. And I was like, oh, well, you know, like if you don't, if you need space, just let me know. And he's like, okay, yeah. And then it just like blew up into this thing. And so I was like, you asked me to bring my cat over. <laughs> like, what are you talking about? I was say, if you have a living creature... You're kind of obligated to like yeah. be around it and take care of it and stuff. That's interesting. And I would always ask like, what about, how about we pick like two nights a week where I come over mm-hmm. and then I stay home the rest of the time. He's like, ah, that seems a little rigid. I, I guess we can just, and so because we didn't set those like specific like scheduling boundaries, it was just like, oh, we want to fuck. So I guess I'm coming over and oh, I'm spending the day here because I'm, you know, cleaning up and the, like all this stuff. Um, so, and so that, that's kind of a little backstory too um so after he did that and like turned all that around I like I was still very in love with him but Mm -hmm. I obviously did not want to be with him in the capacity that I was but I didn't want to like break things off um and so we kind of I wish there had been a little more communication around it he's not he's not very poly he's just kind of like you know a damaged artist or whatever so he's cool with stuff (laughs) and so I was like hey I don't want to stop seeing you but I think that like our boundary problem that I have and not you because apparently everything's my fault. Um, we should like set some boundaries for our relationship and maybe not be so together anymore, which is a really like sweet and polite and communicative way for me to say, uh, I just want to fuck. Mm-hmm. That's all I want. <laughs> you, you have mastered the art of subtlety in your relationships, haven't you? <laughs> I think, I think we just need to, you know, establish, you know, big, big words and boundaries and, <laughs> I just want the dick. That's, <laughs> that's all I want. Because the sex was really good. Sure. But then I found, I mean, other stuff happened, obviously. I found out that he like, like he liked fighting because it made the sex better. Uh, Which is like cool. Uh, a little bit. Uh, um, there, You know, there there are ways to incorporate that <laughs> without like actual, actual conflict. Arguments. Yeah. Yeah. I think there's like a, te- like a playful kind of like tension that yeah. can be there. Mm-hmm. Um which I guess, I don't know, for the, the tail end of that relationship, I was just like trying to like see, I had really given up on him as a person. Mm-hmm. I, I hope he's not listening. He probably doesn't listen to this podcast. Um, like I was just kind of like, I knew that nothing would ever happen with us. So he had all of these like crazy expectations mm-hmm. and like he would like change his mind about stuff. And so like I would just like do stuff to see like how he would react kind of. Yeah. Um, Cause I did want to be with him mm-hmm. um, and I didn't really know what he wanted cause he could never really tell me. Um, <laughs> and so like, I was just like guessing a lot, you know, and like trying weird stuff. Um, so it was really cool. So it transitioned from this like close to cohabitating relationship um, and then I made a request to like back up a little bit. And so then it became, it was like a little more than casual sex. Um, cause we were still friends and we still like, you know, um, we're very invested in each other. Uh, and then, then it became like just arguments <laughs> followed by fucking, which I think is his version of friends with benefits. I'm not quite sure, <laughs> but it, it, it underwent three transitions. Um, whereas in the past I probably would have broken up the first time. If I was like, you didn't express any boundaries and now you're punishing me for not respecting boundaries that you didn't express. Well, you're crazy. Seems reasonable. <laughs> not crazy. Whatever. Um, so in the past, I probably would have just broken up, but I'm Polly. So like I can go see him for the stuff that I need. I can fill some of his needs while he gets whatever he needs. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I can take on other partners. And so 
uh, that also helped me kind of like become more well equipped to to deal with some of the emotional stuff he was going through mm-hmm. because when I had another partner I was f- like full up so like he would kind of drain me and then I would like go get full and then he would kind of drain me and I would go get full but I feel like I did a lot of really good like emotional work yeah on myself in that relationship I know it sounds really negative the way that I'm describing it but it was like it was positive overall because it helped me be a better person or whatever but so having having transitioned that relationship in a direction that most people would consider, you know, a, a de-escalation or a downward, you know, direction. What what what's your overall impression of the the health of the relationship now? Uh, well, now we don't see each other anymore. Oh well, yeah. You know, I was really going for something uplifting and positive there. <laughs> no, but before there was something. There was like a different thing that we broke up over. Okay, he was kind of like into cuck and. Um, then he would get, it's like, it's hard to explain. Mm-hmm. Um, but he like, didn't have a lot of respect for me after we tried some weird stuff. Um, also, yeah, that's a whole nother episode. Um, but when we were in that transition, um, before the other stuff happened, that was really positive because like we were essentially saying to ourselves, like, I know it seems like an escalation to be like, Oh, now we're living together. Now we're going to have a kid and get married and like do all that stuff. But if we had continued to do that, that would have been a deterioration Mm. because we obviously had some communication issues. Like, you know, we had some boundary issues. We had some conflicting patterns. Mm -hmm. So like all of that stuff would have made an escalation, the more negative option. So we actually chose the more positive option, which was to see each other in the capacity that we were able to see each other. And so that was really liberating. I really felt so mature doing it. Um, it was really nice. Uh, and it was very healthy for a long time until some other weird stuff happened. But the actual relationship transition was the first successful one that I'd ever had. Like I had been a very runaway kind of person. Yeah. <laughs> like, fuck this. Bye. Um, so to be able, I, but there was also a lot of mourning because mm-hmm. like essentially what it felt like at the time was like I broke up we broke up and we're still together. So like there was a previous relationship that no longer exists that I have to mourn for and be sad about. And now there's this new relationship that I have in our Ian with the same fucking person, Mm. new relationship energy for the normies. Mm. So that was like a very interesting, I talked about it a lot when it was happening, like having to be really sad about a breakup and then really happy about a new relationship at like, simultaneously it was like playing chess with myself it was really cool so let me ask you this because this is the, everything that we're talking about right now is something that we just recently discussed in the poly group um would you say that breakups happen more often or less often in the polyamorous lifestyle than in the monogamous lifestyle in mm-hmm. in, in in you know we're painting in broad strokes here obviously everyone's going to be different but yeah. but by and large what do you think I think more breakups happen in polyamory. Yeah. Because there are more relationships that end. Okay, that's that's one line of thinking. But then by you know, based on everything we've been talking about today, breakups don't necessarily have to be breakups. They mm. could just be de escalations, they could just change the boundaries. Like the the relationship may continue. A breakup as far as monogamy is concerned is as you were saying, like cut and dry, run away, like rip it off like a band aid, uh, for the most part. Uh-huh. Um, there's this very like like final like that's it we're done never gonna see you again yeah just burn the fuck out of that bridge and move on um whereas in poly i find and again painting in broad strokes 
there's a lot more openness to just redefining the relationship, which I wouldn't call a breakup. Mm. So I don't know. I think that that's like, I do think there's more openness to that, but I still think breakups occur more often. Okay. Because it's hard. Like, I mean, in all of the relationships I've been in, I've never really considered a relationship transition because like I like it requires so much more work and emotional energy, just like everything else in fucking polyamory. Right. Um, until like I met someone that it was really important for me to maintain a relationship with. Yeah. Um, so I think that polyamory like allows for that option, whereas monogamy doesn't, Mm. but I've had like, you know, there are some cases where I break up with three people at a time, you know, or I'm dating a couple and, and we all have to break up, you know, like there's just a lot of breakups. There is also a lot of relationship transitions too. Or the whole, the thing is you can't not ever see anyone again if you're in the community. It's certainly difficult. It's really hard. That's, that's something else I wanted to touch on was like the necessity for healthy transitions mm-hmm. within the community because odds are you're going to interact with that person again. You know, like there's, mm-hmm. there's just... Statistically speaking, yeah, given the, the amount si- of people we right, have, given the size of the community, you're probably at some point going to be one degree of separation away from that person. At some point, they're mm-hmm. going to be they're going to be at least a meta tangentially involved in your life again. Mm-hmm. Um, so why I'm amazed when I see these people in the community that just kind of like bowl through relationships with jagged edges and and cut their way through and and big stink and big fights and like how does how does that how does that work out for you? Like having to interact with all of these people that you've burned so hard. Um, mm. Yeah. I don't really date in the community. Oh, I do. I like relationships that, um, oh, fuck you, me up. Yeah. Yeah. I was going to say you're, <laughs> you're a little more masochistic than I am in that sense. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> yeah. The community is too respectful. The community is, <laughs> I'm not going to, I'm not going to finish that sentence. Oh yeah. You got, you got stakes in that game. No, I mean, you know, I, I have, I have my particular griefs with the community, but I think by and large, um, I'm, I'm, I have more success dating within than I would dating without. Cause I just don't have time. I just don't have time for educating people mm. on what it means to be polyamory. Just recently, in fact, went on a date with somebody, I loosely call it a date. It was not called a date, but we went out. We went out. It was a Friday night, and we went to, um, we went to this event, and there was somebody else there. It was Polly, and I and I, uh, I kissed that person on and, the mouth. And see that I don't remember because I was kind of drunk. But either way, I I mean I was really drunk. Either way, <laughs> even if I had kissed him on the mouth, um, I'm Polly. And that person was Polly, and the person I was on the date with was purported to be Polly. And so, needless to say, I was really shocked and unable to process it when, you know, we're on our way home and and I'm getting chewed out because of this. Really? Chewed out and, like, aggressive driving and just... It was not a pleasant situation, but I don't have time for that. And I find that that happens a lot more when I date... Outside the community or on the fringes of the community, mm. I really have to like trust that you know what this lifestyle means to me. If if we're gonna work, otherwise, yeah, then then breakups occur. Then it's like, sorry, we're not even <laughs> close to being on the same page. Mm. I gotta go. Yeah, it's um, definitely difficult 
to be a human being. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I'm a huge proponent for relationship transitions. Well, yeah. I think that that experience was really valuable for me. And it taught me a lot about what I'm capable of. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, at, and at the time it was a really healthy relationship. Um, and I think that like having a solution available that worked for both of us was exciting. And so I'm interested to try that again. Mm-hmm. Like I'm excited to get another relationship where I get to be like, Oh, here's a cool thing we can do. Let's try this, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, instead of just like going off the rails and being like, I'm gonna burn all your stuff. <laughs> Like I used to. Just kidding. I was never like that. Hmm. Okay. Well, in closing. Yes. (laughs) uh, Thank you so much to Jay Walker Coaching for sponsoring this episode. To the Mockingbird Network for hosting us. uh, And to my listeners for letting me vent about that relationship. Uh, Stay tuned. Maybe we'll talk about Cuck at Kinkfest. There you go. (laughs) That would be fun. And I can tell you more about what happened there. Um and daddyissuezine at gmail.com. You can send them your shit. And thank you to the Houston Polyamorous Organization uh, for keeping us afloat and publishing our stuff. You can go to HPO or HoustonPoly.org mm-hmm. and check out some stuff that we've written and get connected with us. Uh, and if you like Britt Vosicek on Facebook, you can go to my shows. Good luck spelling my last name. It's on the Mockingbird Network page. <laughs> All right. Bye, guys. I love you. Mocking Bird Network.